Hi, this is Samantha and welcome to the Layman's Doctor podcast where we're bringing medicine home. Today I have a very special guest with us today, Jeffrey Miller. Hello, hello. I've known you for years, years. since high school. Oh yeah. Um, and we've had a chance to see each other grow. We're both in the medical field. Mm-hmm. He's a physiotherapist. Woo. And I thought it'd be really fun for him to come on and just have a conversation. Because as I was telling you, there are so many things that I didn't know that you guys do. Physiotherapy is everywhere. Please (laughs) tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Sam, before you were even the layman's doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm Jeffrey Miller, registered physiotherapist for some years now. Um, I've worked in hospitals with sporting teams, um, nursing facilities, homes, you name it. I've almost done it. Mm. Um, love the profession. I love helping, caring for persons. Um, happily married. Have to plug that. Big yes. up the wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm... I'm I'm interested to, to kind of let people know more about what physiotherapy. Yeah. You know. And it's not, I think it's not just people, but even persons in medicine in, itself. That is true. That because is true. there's so many things that you guys do that I didn't even know, especially because even in even in school, our saying like, yes, write this person up for chest physio, <laughs> write this person up for limb physio, and yeah. then only to realize when we have the form, there is no slot that says what type of physiotherapy right, do you want right. you just write a diagnosis <laughs> and write the need. location That's of the patient <laughs> only to find out as i started school one of my physiotherapy friends says to me sam we come we look at the patient and we decide what the patient absolutely. needs absolutely with a full assessment just at least based around the diagnosis mm-hmm. so that's why the diagnosis itself is very important because that kind of lets us know what we need to honing on yeah i feel like we kind of think that you read our plans because sometimes i think especially in the early days i'd write something like something vague as Mm -hmm, a diagnosis mm -hmm. but in the plan you know you have the type of physiotherapy i want the patient to get (laughs) and then i realized that that kind of makes your work harder because i'm not giving the proper thing or say for example a patient has several comorbidities a comorbidity Mm -hmm. is they have more than one illness right but Say I have a patient who has, um, for example, um, cancer or even metastatic disease, right, right, right. but all I write on it is lower respiratory tract infection. Exactly, that's very important for us. Yeah, to know. <laughs> so I didn't know things that that's affected because mm-hmm. now I'm hearing, oh, but we need to know these things because right, it affects right. how we mm-hmm. do it, and I think we just kind of give you a lot of work. <laughs> By just writing the bare minimum to say, yeah, we refer to physio, whatever. But, uh, yeah, I, I see them. They go through the docket. Right. I think they even so ask a history. To, and We do our own history as mm-hmm. well. So we, we do like a docket summary, we call mm-hmm. it. So literally from the patient is admitted up until, you know, we get them oh. in front of us. So a docket is the documentation that we have on each patient that um, just houses all the information for those From who don't all know the teams yeah everyone yeah and that's I can, the patient I can, file i can suspect it gets hard when the patient is being co-managed because even though i have patients who are managed by surgery medicine mm-hmm. and ortho mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. at once and these patients more than ever are actually referred to physio yeah <laughs> <laughs> the hardest thing sometimes is really just to find a docket <laughs> <laughs> 
No shade, no shade, no shade. Please, like, no hmm, shade. Who has it now? Hmm. So you spend maybe and then we take it away from you. It. No, but then we oh, take it away yep. from you when we have rounds. Like yep. I just got the document. Like yep. sorry, my uh, consultant is here. Good times, good times. <laughs> no. No, but okay. So my experience with physiotherapy has been really good. I really what made me ask you to come on is really I was referring someone who had lymphedema. So that's basically you have swelling in the hand because of your lymphatic system and that deals with um um help to fight against infections and so on. So they had lymphedema in the limb, like the right ha- in one of the hands, I don't remember mm-hmm. which one. And we needed the compression Compression stocking, right. but we have no idea which one to get. I was like, Oh, Physio knows this. So, you know, I call up Physio, I say, Hey, you know, I have someone who has this, and I can't right. need your help in knowing <laughs> what to write, you know. Um, and that's how it is in a hospital s- setting. You have you have the experts there, right, so we have right. to use them. You just call them up. Mm-hmm. And the person comes, the physiotherapist comes to me, and she shows me. Um, a paper that says, oh, wait, there's actually a place that does this because mm-hmm. the person was a, um, a cancer patient, right? right? right, um, right. You know, breast cancer is right. the most common cancer in women. Um, I hope my statistics are still right because, you know, it and cervical cancer keep, you know, they're, they're up there. Back and forth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, had that. And then they told me that, you know, you should refer this patient to us as well because we actually work with cancer patients right and i was like wait what of course you guys work with cancer patients and this is funny because i think i've seen you <laughs> or i've seen physiotherapists at like hope institute and so on Absolutely. everywhere and she just said to me i need to have a session with you guys mm-hmm. and as she said mm-hmm. that i said let me call jeff yeah because doctors <laughs> don't know mm-hmm. and then i think lay person as well right. persons as well don't really know what you guys do so I think the general idea of what we do, um, we're always all the massage people. Yeah. We're, we're the people <laughs> on the sidelines at the football field. Um, if you work in the hospital heavily, we're the people on the wards that beat up the chest. Yes. Yes. Yes, and give them the thing to blow. No, right. I'm telling That's you that. I'm, te- yeah, I'm so nope. embarrassed at how little I know. I'm so embarrassed. We are so much more than that. Just think of we are that branch of medicine to just help to improve quality of life. Yeah. So you know, medic medically they're okay. Physically, we help mm-hmm. get them there. And then, you know, back in the home, back in society and so forth, just improve that quality of life to get them back to where they were. Yeah, that's what I that's what I really realized. And I've realized that with all of the PTs that I interface with that they're really dedicated to bringing back a patient to wellness. Oh, like yeah. wellness is you guys is mantra. Yeah. And I really, really admire that. I mean Especially now because I'm on surgery. At the mm-hmm. time I'm recording this, I'm on surgery. <laughs> and, you know, there's, because of diabetes, especially, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, other diseases, a lot of times people are losing toes, right. feet, right. whole legs. Yep. And it's really important for them that they form a relationship with physiotherapy to help with mobility. Mm-hmm. One thing though, Jeff, like you are very active on social media. I am. Yes, yeah, like, for, yeah, okay, maybe you're, I don't know if you're the only physiotherapist that I follow, but you are always, you, 
and my other friend um always post about your job mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you get you really I always see you write things like, oh my gosh, you know, my, my patient started walking today yeah. after all this time. Oh, so nice. just tell me a little bit more. Tell me a little bit more of those nice <laughs> success stories. I love them. I love I them. I love them too. I mean, I mean, to preface it, I mean, in general, the reality of the situation is we can't get back a hundred percent for every single person mm-hmm. so those gems that yeah. you get sometime where the patient complies with you they do what they're supposed to do you see them however often you're supposed to see them and you see those improvements that you know will happen and will come um and sometimes it can take a few days mm-hmm. a few weeks sometimes for some cases a few months Mm-hmm. But when you look back at your notes, like day one, wow, you weren't you weren't twitching your toe. Yeah. And now a few months or weeks later, you're you're telling, you're calling me. I just walked outside. <gasps> I, I just went that. back. I didn't need a wheelchair. I, I didn't need that. anybody to help me. I went to the bathroom myself. I was like, yes. I love that <laughs> because I don't get to see that. Right. That's I, true. I don't. So I don't get to see if. After we've removed, you know, um, mm-hmm. parts of your limb, if you'll be able Do to walk right, again, I don't, right, right. I don't get to see how you use a wheelchair afterwards, right. and I don't, you guys get to see that <laughs> part, and I'm like, I'm so happy when you guys share it. Like even sometimes, you know, we can't show patient faces unless you have their right. permission. But sometimes we do get to have little video snippets with mm-hmm. the permission mm-hmm. of of them just doing something that they weren't that they able weren't to do able. and i don't think persons understand and i know a lot of persons listen diabetes and hypertension is such a huge thing huge. in jamaica yep. so almost everybody knows someone who has either lost toes mm-hmm. lost a foot lost a leg um stroke. yeah know someone who has stroke mm-hmm. and a lot of times they just they, they, they might feel like nothing can come of it. Right, right, So right. I really, how, how do you play a role in chronic diseases? Not just, I know it's not just from when you actually have the disease or have been maimed by it, but also prevention mm-hmm. or just staying well while having the disease. Right, so I mean, we can come into play there in terms of education, you know, primary mm-hmm. medicine. Um, just just you know keep monitoring pressures check your sugar um exercise in itself does help to lower mm-hmm. those those um factors um it helps to lower sugar it helps yeah. to lower pressure you name it just daily activities separate and apart from exercise because there's a difference okay tell me more because <laughs> are you saying my my daily activities like ward runs don't count as exercise no 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 like absolutely those steps not. i get like thousands of steps every that's day that's great physical activity <laughs> but that's not exercise okay tell me the difference because you're dragging me right now i fe- i'm here thinking yes Ten thousand steps. Nope, I feel so nope. good. Or even like um some construction workers. Yeah, man, physio, but do my exercise. <laughs> like, what did you do? So what's, the work. what's the difference? So the difference is how it's how it's defined. So physical uh-huh. activity is is you know like a repetition mm-hmm. uh, of movement or some form of activity, 
um, that you do consistently. Mm-hmm. Exercise now is actually sort of a prescription. So it has to have a mode, it has to have a frequency, it has to be a specific type, uh-huh. and you do it as well consistently. So for the average person, the average the layman. Yeah, the average the average <laughs> average person. Let's use me. I'm an mm-hmm. average person. Mm-hmm. You know, I exercise. Don't let Mark hear this. But, you know, <laughs> you know, so that that's the, a perfect the, example the, then. So the physical activity mm-hmm. would be your ward rounds, your yeah. ten thousand steps. Bravo. <laughs> okay, on a duty day. <laughs> on a duty day. On a duty day. The average but, day is like five thousand. Oh dear. Well that's not bad. Ish. <laughs> Um, but then exercise would be uh-huh. like, you know, not necessarily gym, but you know how, as I said, Mark has a set program for you. Yeah. You do, you do squats or you do hip thrusts or you go on the treadmill yes, and so forth. Right. No, search, search has been beating me bad. Search has been beating me bad, bad. You know, no, the, the work schedule is crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I go to work and sleep. So. Right, right, right. And you just do it when you can. Yeah. Basically. So you do physical activity to just keep the body at a certain fitness level, mm-hmm. and then you do f- exercise basically okay. to get it to the next level. Let's so look at it that way. I know when I was in clinic, and I, we're still at the part of how physiotherapy helps you stay healthy or even mm-hmm. prevent these diseases. When I was in clinic, um, and I saw, um, you know, three days out of the week we're seeing persons with chronic illnesses, and we would say the very generic, you know. Three times a day, 20 minutes um, for the day, do some exercise. And, you know, it's like, okay, what kind of exercise? And I'm just like, oh, you know, walk around the steam, <laughs> um, play with your kids. Because, you know, you're trying to make it age-related. But right. with that, I just realized that I needed to educate myself mm-hmm. about what is some practical advice mm-hmm. for these patients. And right. um, this, is, this is as young as me, mm-hmm. you know up to persons in their 50s in their right 60s. right right so uh, a real world or practical way you could kind of change that that phrasing or mm-hmm. how you put it to across to a patient is instead of just oh yeah three times a week 30 minutes whatever um you specifically say okay let's try monday wednesday friday mm-hmm. let's do 15 minutes of brisk walking brisk? not just okay. walking but okay. you have to give them sort of a like a level that they're okay. supposed to go at okay um brisk walking and then afterwards you could try some stretches you try touching your toes mm-hmm. you lean to the side and so forth so you sort of make it a little bit more specific okay. than the general mm-hmm. um broad term so it's, because it's literally a prescription it's, it is a prescription wow so it, how we even learned it wasn't was was exercise prescription uh-huh so that was our you know, write okay. on notepad type of thing. <laughs> okay. So just to recap, to my patients, I'm telling them, I, you know, I'm going to start doing this because I do see, no matter what I'm in, I do see a lot of persons with hypertension and mm-hmm. diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just general obesity as well. Right. And I think even the average patient can benefit from it. So I need to tell them what they're doing, mm-hmm. how often they're doing, mm-hmm. and for how long they're doing it. Yes. Okay. There's another one that is sort of skipping me at the moment, but I know <laughs> in the moment I, I remember yeah, it well okay. enough to say it. So, all right. And what role do you guys play in gyms? I know I don't. Do we have any public gym like settings, or is that just like at those 
um facilities like what's the one by ue Mona Rehab, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I assume that has kind of a gym type thing. Quote unquote. Okay. Um. They can't see me actually. <laughs> I actually didn't do air quotes, right. so they can't really see me doing the air quotes. But that's one thing. Um, mm-hmm. I've always thought that, you know, especially because we have um Jamaica Moves, which is a really really great program. Um, other persons have been um moving more because right, of right. it. Right. We love but that. I think it's a great opportunity to start putting exercise, ma- access, exercise, not necessarily just machines, but facilities in right. parks. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. have been public gyms because kind of similar to the the Emancipation Park one. Yeah. So it's not necessarily weights, but like body weights. Yeah. Machines. So you can actually it encourages you to go and move. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think that I don't know if they can use Heroes Park, but it's this really big space. <laughs> right, right. Um, a lot of people can it's go there. Yeah, so you know, if you know, if, if you're listening, listening. <laughs> if, if anyone is listening, you know, you know, just 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 send me an at, <laughs> just, just tag, you know, tag me, reach out to me. But, um, but g- gym wise, let let's say mm-hmm. even for an example as Mona Rehab, mm-hmm. the the gym in that sense is mainly so the focus of Mona Rehab it's a neurological mm-hmm. center pretty much. Yeah. You know, your spinal cord, your stroke, so forth and so forth. Um, a lot of them have difficulty walking, uh-huh. and for a lot of them, the reality is that they just won't be able to walk again. Okay. So then, what is the next best step? Because you want to get them moving, you want mm-hmm. to get them back to a livable quality of mm-hmm. life. Um, so then it comes into play. Okay, can they do wheelchair? Yeah. In order to do the wheelchair, you need significant upper body strength. Sig. Significant, yeah. um, and that's strength wise, endurance wise. Mm-hmm. Also, you're trying to prevent injury mm-hmm. um, because you don't want your only mode of going up and down to now be injured. You know, you have a okay. strain or so. Um, so, you, you, you get in front of that, you mm-hmm. teach them, you increase their strength, increase their endurance, prevent pain to get them back to where they can get to. Okay, so. Okay. So, so a gym in that setting isn't really, you know, I'm going mm-hmm. to do deadlifts and squats and yeah. and so forth, but it's but it's how to maximize what it is that you're able to do. I kind of feel like, because uh, even in my own fitness and wellness journey, it's, it's hard to stick with. I'm not yes. going to lie. It's, it's something that's hard to stick with unless it's placed into, mm-hmm. into your daily habits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... For a lot of persons, you know, it's like, oh, I, I can't bother to drive to the gym. Right. You know, the gym fees are expensive. They might yep. raise the price every mm-hmm. other day, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you know, it can be a lot. You can't find parking. Okay. You, you, any excuse that you can find not to go. Get sore. Yeah. <laughs> it's really easy to just say you're not going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, just a plug for Mark the Monk. I know he has... Um, where if you're unable Online. to go to the mm-hmm. gym, he can write a program for yeah. you. But I think for this, we really have to check our privilege. And this is a conversation that I have with him. And basically anybody who will listen to me is that <laughs> we're, f- we're forgetting the persons who can't afford right. to have so, uh, have a personal trainer right. um, and say, I really think they should be in primary, in public health. Like PTs and personal mm-hmm. trainers, mm-hmm. PT, <laughs> physiotherapists and Personal trainers, I think mm-hmm. that should be in public healthcare because the management of a lot of these illnesses is exercise and 
diet. True. And when I said diet, I don't mean dieting, but having just a better diet mm-hmm, in general. Mm-hmm. But for those persons... Um, I feel like I lost my train of thought a while ago. What was I saying? <laughs> well, I know, you know? compliance yeah. is a big part and so privilege. It, yeah, so for the privilege, right, we are lucky enough to have physiotherapists in the public system. How can the public actually benefit from it? Is it that they just have to have a doctor be the one to send them there or can they interface with the with the with the the service on mm-hmm. their own so i guess unfortunately at the moment jamaica isn't what we call direct care for mm-hmm. physiotherapy so in order for you to even access the services mm-hmm. uh, publicly you well even privately you will need a privately doctor's too? referral yes oh. so okay. a doctor which goes back to the whole diagnosis oh. and what it is that we're working okay. on and so forth. But then, to me, that spans an issue because if we, as doctors, mm-hmm. don't necessarily know what you have, if we mm-hmm. think, okay, if you have a chest infection, if something wrong with your foot acutely, mm-hmm. if we're only thinking acute issues, right. I can't speak for everybody, but in just my personal space... Um, acute, completely yeah, different it's complete, from subacute. Yeah, so how... That means that more persons in clinics even have to be referring to physiotherapy. Absolutely. And I think with my time in clinic, when I just just started mm-hmm. out, I might have done it maybe once. Referring and that, yeah, to and that was because they yeah. had defaulted from before. Okay. So, is it is it a thing where if I have if I have just if I have a diabetic, for example, mm-hmm. and I just want them to move around, mm-hmm. can I refer them to physiotherapy? Ideally, you can. <laughs> you know when you start with ideally. World. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, so I, I, I left the public system mm-hmm. some time ago. So at the moment, I can't really say what yeah. is going on there. But as far as I know, you know, it, it's sort of, stressed at the yeah, moment just definitely. based on on even the current mm-hmm. cases um so for something like a, a diabetic or mm-hmm. hypertensive patient that doesn't have at the moment uh, any major quote-unquote mm-hmm. physical impairment therefore i just um, give them a generic exercise prescription generic, that okay. you're just trying to get them to Mm-hmm. improve their compliance okay goes back again to the whole three days whatever, whatever. so maybe what we need to do in our setting and or or we're very resource straight that's mm-hmm. that's the truth that's of the true. matter we'll, we'll find a way that, to get it done yeah that we just need to have a more of a open conversation mm-hmm. with you guys so that okay we we can prevent our patients from becoming without lame or without right. stroke by doing some of the work in our in our little interview and just right. each time we meet them we remind them and Check. ask them how it's Absolutely. going Absolutely. you know because we don't have <laughs> we don't have those kind of facilities so i think a lot of times i like i like to say our healthcare system is top heavy where mm-hmm. it's a lot of, is on tertiary mm-hmm. care right, and secondary right, care right. so we're missing out a lot on primary care mm-hmm. And luckily, as I keep saying, Jamaica, Jamaica Moves, moves. Yeah. has 
help to fill the gap and there's so it's much more yeah but mm-hmm. there, there's more that can be done mm-hmm. um i think they should keep going and keep growing yes as well keep up the pace mm-hmm. i mean from just what i'm seeing on mm-hmm. the outside it looks like it's slowing down a bit mm-hmm. i could be wrong but compared to when it was you know brand new yeah. shiny sparkling mm-hmm. everyone was doing it emancipation part mm-hmm. big and so forth so I don't know what the team necessarily is planning, yeah. but definitely I think we should keep up that drive uh-huh. and that, that 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 awareness. I think I also think it just needs to be we have to be aware of what's missing in our system. True. Um we want to always give ideal medicine, textbook medicine, True. but it's not always practical. Mm-hmm. Um or so followed. We're going to cut that part out. We're going to cut that part out. We can't. We're going to cut that part out. <laughs> no, Jeffrey, we can't say that. You're mad. Um, you have your walk out, you know. <laughs> no, okay. But when we look at the, the gaps in the system and the gaps that are missing, um, that working together can really help improve those gaps um by giving our patients more information sure. and more accurate information because sure. mm-hmm. i'm just thinking back in my head like oh i wish i had this information <laughs> no but at least i am ha- i have the opportunity you you learn from yeah, it. yeah i have the opportunity to tell yeah. more persons mm-hmm. and even persons who don't have an illness but you know they're just thinking Wow, walking up the steps at work every day doesn't count. <laughs> like, it counts as physical activity. <laughs> if it is that you're going to do walking up the steps every day, 10 laps at lunchtime, um, <laughs> and then within two weeks, if you feel that that got too easy, then you skip every oh. other step, then we can say, all right, okay. that's exercise. But again, I think just how we are, as humans mm-hmm. if it's difficult we won't where it's it's hard to push past that mental yeah. part where oh man oh man oh man and that's why it's so, so nice it to have someone there yes it really is because you have somebody who is pushing you and saying yes you can do mm-hmm. yes you can do mm-hmm. i don't know if you've seen the elephant man videos oh yeah absolutely absolutely <laughs> hilarious i love but every every second it, of them not everybody likes that type of training some that persons is very true like the more encouraging type mm-hmm. but what it, what i like is that when you have someone there to train you you actually get to have this conversation mm-hmm. with them and mm-hmm. tell them what it is that you want and what it is that you need in that moment right. and you can get it whereas you know, you're, you're doing it by own. yourself. You're like, oh my like, God, okay. I'm so tired. tired. That's it. One more. Ah, yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Home time. Yeah, really. You just got here. <laughs> <laughs> At least I came. <laughs> At least I came, you know. Sure. <laughs> Drag. He's actually dragging me no, personally. Mm-hmm. I feel dragged. <laughs> and I'm sure a lot of other people feel dragged because, Absolutely. you know, that's. But you bring up a nice point with the staircase. Because not all the persons want to go to the gym, but I don't think a lot of persons know how to put sort exercise of so their environment yeah, into their, their environment. Gym. Exactly. Okay, that's fine. I mean, so where I am concerned with home health medicine, mm-hmm. or, you know, going to patients' houses and so forth, I don't have access to a gym uh-huh. unless they have 
the gym. Mm -hmm. So that's where the brain, the gears just turn. Anything I see, a cinder block. Oh yeah, that's a good step right mm -hmm. there. Um, they if they have one level step, mm -hmm. there you go. That's something. Their couch cushions. Um, if you're familiar with something, the the compliant versus non-compliant surfaces helps with balance. No, what's what that mean? <laughs> compliant so is like is like hardwood, right? Okay. And then non-compliant, it, it's it's recognize like that stability type right. thing. Okay. So you know you you put two couch cushions together and you help to increase your ankle stability, your ankle muscles. You help your balance. I'm in taking general. notes right now. <laughs> like I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes because my my ankles are trash. Oh dear. Well, you could try that. I'm no, I'm I'm telling you, I. I chose to train with Mark simply mm -hmm. because I just like his customer service. All right. And I really like the fact that I can say to him, yo, this, these are my issues. Mm -hmm. So I feel today. Mm -hmm. And I can kind of get a tailored program for, for me. That day or so. Yes. Unfortunately, not a lot of, he's not able to do this with everybody. Right. Um, hopefully he makes, he and his co-founder makes um, Monk Fit into this huge thing. There are mm -hmm. a lot of persons mm -hmm. can get access, access to, to it absolutely but then it still brings me back to checking our privilege yes because i hate when we forget the persons who aren't able mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. drive to i can't say where he works yes he says where he works <laughs> but can't afford to drive to sparta mm -hmm. um and parking there is kind of hard to get yeah, they recently yeah. raised their prices oh you know, and then you have to pay his fee mm -hmm, as well. Mm -hmm. And even if he's training at home, you still have to pay a fee. Absolutely. And sometimes I feel like I'm talking to, I remember talking to patients sometimes. I'd be like, I can't afford to buy vegetables, mm -hmm, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so that's crazy. How, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Some can't afford to yeah. come to the clinic, you mm -hmm, know? Mm -hmm. And you have to get creative in how you're managing them. Mm -hmm. So I say, okay, if you try... I don't name vegetables anymore when I'm talking about food. I say, you know, get what is in season. Right. What's the cheapest? Or start a home garden. Because right. Especially when you're in rural communities, a lot of these persons are farmers. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. what happens when you reach the more urban centers, you know? So I loved that they had, a, I think, a, a gardening package, start package. I heard it once. I don't know how far it went, mm -hmm. but it would be so cool to think about it holistically mm -hmm. to have, okay, how can I have the, the average Jamaican be able to afford to eat healthy and right. know what nutrition is for them right. and, you know, have at home gardens or in kitchen gardens yeah, and things yeah, like that so. because we, we just, some, I don't know. We just, most of my patients, and I'm sure when you're in a public system, most of our patients are not persons with a lot of disposable income. Right, right, right. Very true. So that's where then the creativity comes yeah. into play. So, um, I mean, I, I can't say how your aspect of informing them about nutrition is. And, and, poor, uh, poor, <laughs> poor. I mean, <laughs> you know. Or how to take the compliance with their pills or anything like that. But um, I definitely know we as physics, we get a little creative in, again, what they can use in their environment. Uh -huh. So there are some stretch bands we have that we call them TheraBands. Mm -hmm. If you can't buy one, I mean, a lot of us 
know a tire shop or a tire yeah. man those, those bicycle tube tires okay. that can be a stretch band you taking if, some if, notes here <laughs> if yeah. you're in physio and you're you're lifting five pound weights on your leg mm-hmm. you don't have to go and buy necessarily the dumbbells or the weights put some sand in a bag if you know if you know mass jane down the road can sew mm-hmm. sew it up in some fabric and that's your weights nice put some sand in a bottle mm-hmm. can do some arm curls um just use using the environment hey, i'm taking essentially <laughs> like, <laughs> i feel like i'm having my own personal <laughs> consult right now because no it's it's a struggle mm-hmm. and if i find it a struggle it's it's unfair for me to say that all to other persons don't find it right, a struggle right right and as doctors we need to be more wellness oriented and you up to recently a friend um a friend messaged me and said you know i want us to be more wellness oriented i want to see the, the improvement person. of okay. the patient mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. yes he want um they want to manage the patient in the biopsychosocial mm-hmm. way where it's not just their ailments their but right, it's everything right, about them right, right right but i know i said that um in terms of nutrition um it's been poor um it sounds really bad to say but we did we did get we did get classes on nutrition mm-hmm. um but i think they're wholly inadequate mm-hmm. um and we in terms of nutritionists and dietitians in jamaica we don't have enough we don't we and don't. i don't think we I have enough one in how long i've been yeah i don't i don't think we have enough in public or private sector absolutely which makes it really hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, diet is such an important part so i really i remember in the early days you know when i wasn't as na- <laughs> i remember back in the early days of um jamaica moves mm-hmm. I love the exercise portion of it, right. but I was saying we need in the diet. Yeah, we aspect. need some nutrition. Absolutely. You can work yeah. out from today till next five years. If your diet isn't mm-hmm. on point, I mean those gains will be that much harder exactly. to get and maintain. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And unless you're trying to gain weight, mm-hmm. I mean even even with weight gain you need dietitian support absolutely, because absolutely. just eating more right. is not really going to, to be eat helpful. More of the right things. Exactly. Yeah. So in that sense, I really every time I every time I tag them or Christopher Tufton, I would say it has to be realistic. I know there's so many diets out there, so you know persons have like keto diets, mm-hmm, pescatarian, mm-hmm. vegan, and I'm not not really knocking any one of those. You know, right. just from a mathematical standpoint, once you eat, how do you balance it? Yeah, once yeah. you eat less cal calorie wise you should be good mm-hmm. but certain things are going to keep you fuller for longer and be less right. and have less calories that is true <laughs> no for I me for me talking to my patients about that you know it's just generally rarely do you draw i know i'm gonna speak for myself mm-hmm. i will draw the the plate oh and i will you know, do the we put it oh, in like fours, yeah, type. and I will tell them how much of this to eat, mm-hmm. um, how many vegetables, how many starches, mm-hmm. and I would wouldn't stop there. I would also talk to them about the quality of the protein. So mm-hmm. cut down on how much is fried, how much is stewed, because I have a lot of hidden sugars yeah. there, and there have been cases where I have spoken to diabetics, especially about the benefits of eating a keto like 
diet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, just because of some of the research that's out there. Right. And, and we're still learning yeah, about it. And it's in my medical textbook yeah. too. So I learned this when I was in school. <laughs> um, so it's it's been, that's my personal thing, but I know it's because I have a genuine interest in primary care and wellness and Which holistic. is good. We need more. <laughs> we need more primary. Yes, we do. You can't skip primary mm-hmm. at all. But the hardest part of it for me has always been to make it within their context. Yes. Because when when you're seeing, we get to see. I think we get to see the most disadvantaged set mm-hmm. of persons when we're in primary care, mm-hmm. and stories when you're hearing like, "Oh, you're going to." to the wholesale to get a tin of sausage and two slices of bread and stuff and like that. It. And you're trying to feed everybody in your family. Yeah. I think on Twitter, there was a, somebody said, I didn't know you could buy bread by the slices. <laughs> and I know these things because of the patients who I get mm-hmm. the privilege of working with. Right, right. And I love I'm that think, you said privilege. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> no, it's a privilege. It exposes it, me yeah, to... Absolutely. To makes a, you aware. Yeah. Uh, and it's more down to earth makes my medicine better yes because you can relate yeah yeah so when i have a patient like this in front of me i'm thinking to myself i can't understand this how do i tell this person to eat more greens and more breasts chicken breasts Mm -hmm. when literally they're telling me well you know i this is not even i think this is from i was a student Chicken back is cheaper. Yeah. And you take the fat and fry up the fat and use it as oil to cook everything mm-hmm. else. Like, I didn't know about these things. And I am thinking to myself, oh, my God. I need to check myself. Mm-hmm. I really need to check myself and realize how privileged a lot of us are. And especially how privileged a lot of us who practice medicine are talking to these persons yes. are. So we need to be open-minded mm-hmm. and see... And learn more. That's why I really love the community health rotation. I really do. But, all right. So, in terms of staying well, preventing these chronic diseases, we have a lot of work to do. We need to go back to making it a pyramid mm-hmm. versus this top-heavy structure. Right. But for the things that we can work on now, persons who are affected, um, after... When, when I send a referral, when I give a referral to a patient who's in hospital, say, lymph is your quote-unquote, you know, <laughs> I want to increase their mobility. Mm-hmm. So I give a referral for you. Mm-hmm. While they're in hospital, I know that they're getting it. But who who does after outside of hospital care? Do I have to rewrite a referral for so they can be seen as an outpatient? Or is it facilitated by you guys? So, um, it depends on the facility sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, as far as I'm fully aware, mm-hmm. if it is that they're getting physio in the hospital, mm-hmm. what's tricky, and this is my own experience as well, mm-hmm. it's the communication between physio and doctor as to yeah. when the patient is being discharged. Yeah. So, we'll go today where in our minds we're like, okay, patient you'll definitely need physio for at least the next few mm-hmm. days, weeks, or so forth. And then you go on the ward the morning, Patience and the bed is empty. Yeah. What? <laughs> and that, that, that worries me, mm-hmm. because I've had the, I've had the opportunity to, to learn as I go along. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking back at the things I did before, mm-hmm. and I'm just wondering, oh my gosh, 
this is how I could have done it better. Yes. And now, for persons who have mobility issues, mm-hmm. if I'm writing them a discharge slip, if I'm writing, if I'm discharging them and sending them home, the question to how they're going to be able to move comes to mind. And I think for no for, for safety, I'll probably just give them a referral again and say go back to right. go back to the physiotherapy department. That's what we would love. <laughs> but I don't I don't think we think about it sometimes. Probably not. You're like, okay, you're you're better in hospital discharge. Mm-hmm. And because we're already seeing that you guys are seeing them. Seeing them, mm-hmm. we probably mm-hmm. just think, okay, that's sorted out already. Right, right. Um, which is we really in hospital, at my personal hospital, we really need to have a sit down and mm-hmm. just know what is happening. Mm-hmm. You're realizing that all this could have been prevented with some physiotherapy but mm-hmm. they don't know that mm-hmm. sometimes the doctor who is seeing them or the a lot of the, you know it's the intern that's doing right, the discharge right, we're right. very new to the system right if you don't tell us we're not going You're to not know that is true right that so true. we don't realize <laughs> that the care that they're getting in hospital because every stroke patient is getting physiotherapy mm-hmm. we don't realize that that patient isn't going to get continued care right once and if, they leave. if nobody tells us we're not i didn't know <laughs> and i I didn't know. And I am a fast muddy. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. I and I didn't know until I asked. Okay. So So it, hmm. So then do you think that that's more we need we need more back to education? Yeah. You know, conversation we need with physicians to, or yes. we need to talk It should be a part of school. It definitely should be part not just part of school, I think it's a good part of clinic okay Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. clinical medicine Mm -hmm. so you know those clinicals that we have where it still goes back because remember even that part is kind of a apprenticeship period so it still goes back to um physician and physiotherapy conversing Mm -hmm. more and knowing what services are where Mm -hmm. because i had to tell my team the other day that our physiotherapy department works on wounds and they have a machine and everything mm-hmm. that can mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. And once the wound is without infection, we can go ahead and refer these patients to help with wound healing. Yes. I never know. <laughs> we Them never lovely, know. Lovely we just we just did we didn't know. Mm-hmm. But we didn't know. We, di- we really <laughs> did not know. Mm-hmm. So you have all these really amazing things about the physio department. Mm-hmm. I've personally never seen inside of it. I've walked oh, through the wow. I've been through the the, the waiting area uh-huh. because it's a shortcut to get to the ward so it's a good shortcut to get to the surgical ward right oh yeah. yes 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 <laughs> so i've never seen it so i don't know what you guys i have so mm-hmm. i remember so you're familiar with the parallel bars at the front no no i don't know the, i probably the... i probably think they're monkey bars or something <laughs> or like why those chairs don't have a oh, cover no. you know and I remember like at least the staircase. You must have seen the staircase. That's the staircase they use to the crutch training. Wow. So same amputees so, or no. fractures or so. That's the thing. The supervisor yeah. was saying to me, Okay, um, can you patient leave the ward today? And I said, Why? That was me. I was like, yeah. bring that <laughs> like, the I was like, well, I thought that was for the outpatient. No. So I was like, don't you know No, because I see them on the ward walking. And all the time. I thought everything was... See, so I, it goes back to safety <laughs> as well sometimes. There, there, there are so many things you can do on ward or in yeah. bed that you can just achieve that much more in the department because it's a safer more controlled environment i need to i need to i need to go and put my head i'm gonna go take a look i'm going to say you know what i want a 
I'm going to at make work. it my 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 prerogative <laughs> for my the, my time left at my hospital mm-hmm. to just make more people aware of mm-hmm. what we have to offer, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it's similar in a lot of other medical facilities. Yeah, I have seen. I think I've seen the one at UE. Okay, because y'all have that. They had that massage of all things. That is why we only think you have massage. You know? So they had that. And I went to, and when at the medical building as well, I know that the patients are seen. So I saw the pool. I was like, wow. Yeah, 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 you guys yeah. got a pool? <laughs> all I could think about, like, your physio is so cool. Weird. They have a Everywhere pool. Everywhere and everything. Yep. You know? Hydrotherapy. Yes. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I remember coming to you as a student and saying, I'm having some really bad, like, neck and shoulder pain. Mm-hmm. Can you help me out? And you're like, yeah, money, the referral. I'm just like, what? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I was like, <laughs> so it, it's not even more <laughs> us, it's legally. Yeah, you I, know? Was, I was just like, <laughs> but yeah, we need a referral. I was like, Jeff, you, I just yeah, need to massage yeah. my neck, no. yo. How <laughs> 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 oh, dare you? That's what I was thinking no, to massage my neck. This man needs a whole referral. What's the problem? I remember you asking me if I had my x rays. Yes. And I'm just like, yeah, it's showing that I have thorough. lost. I was like to him, yeah, it shows that I have loss of lardosis. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> you know, I have some spasm. Because, no, I think at the time, you know, I was like, a, I was in final or fourth mm-hmm. year. So I was like, Listen, this book, man yeah. think cause him just get him license, that him know more than me. Him just done him internship, him know more than me. Like I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I have neck mm-hmm. and upper sh- upper shoulder pain mm-hmm. and I have loss of lardosis mm-hmm. on my x-ray. That's Can you just odd. massage my neck? Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. I'm glad we're having this conversation. <laughs> And this was years ago. So I've been ignorant for a long time. <laughs> and the thing there is, you know, again, what we can do to treat it. There's traction, there's heat, electrical modalities, different trigger point releases, specific exercise based on what is actually the root of the problem okay. and compliance. Yes. Because <laughs> yes. one, one session we're not magicians. Yeah, definitely. So you don't get definitely. there in one. And a lot of persons have that misconception as well. Um, you know, I come today, I need to be running up Blue Mountain tomorrow. And that's just not the case at all. I mean, <laughs> I mean, okay, but you know, yeah, we kind of do expect that, you know, like, <laughs> what? Why is this man's chest not clear yet? You're getting physio. Right. You know? <laughs> uh, it takes time. It's and from consistency. Ignorance. It's from yeah. ignorance. And yeah. you know we're not consistent. And this, as, as humans, yeah. once it gets hard, it's, it's difficult to be consistent. <laughs> we're consistent at eating badly. That's about it. And being lazy sure. and not working on it. Because it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to do that. Mm-hmm. So... Physicians, we need to know more. Mm-hmm. We need to actually make an effort. Mm-hmm. I think it's a two-way street. You guys Absolutely. can educate Absolutely. us more as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and it's not that physio as well. We are without faults. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are humans as well. So mm-hmm. we do some certain things do slip through the cracks sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think we we just all need to try our best to we do. be on the same level. Yeah. 
it's a team. It's it, we we've always been preaching it. It's a mm-hmm. team approach. We've been preaching, but I don't think we practice a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know we practice when to refer very well. Yeah. But in terms of communicating, you know, I think a lot of times you're just like, oh, it's in a docket. It's just in the really docket, booked. right? As well, you, you. I'm sure you've seen some of those ECG writings. All right, she gone silent, <laughs> so you know what that means. So really, no, sometimes no, we are funny. ourselves, we just can't no. understand. Okay, okay. This the is funny. your plan, but it's like... The reason why I'm silent is because I remember writing a letter to somebody Uh-oh. in my best handwriting, and they called me and said, can you can come you to the it? office? Because oh, I no. can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's so clear, though. So, you know, when you're on rounds, especially if you're post-call, it's just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I have this joke where I say all the important, all the quote-unquote important Letters. things mm-hmm. are clear. Mm-hmm. You know, so the continuum management is scribbled, but the ensure antibiotics is in caps. I read it oh, in caps, you. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so the things that you, the thing. I'm trying okay I'm not winning this argument I'm not winning this argument but not all doctors I just, that is true that is true I'm familiar with one doctor right now handwriting I wish he would just write every single note okay so that's one yeah that's but one but everyone that writes well we have a few that that don't I remember listening to um a, a, a radio a radio thing a radio segment where they were talking to a doctor about the handwriting mm-hmm. and i think it was was it elon somebody in one of those groups and they were just having a conversation it's like you know sometimes it's because of the speed you know yeah. whatnot i mean and, i understand and when you're tired yeah you know when i just that, want to get it over with you just get the note go home yeah. sleep something my handwriting at 3 a.m in the morning <laughs> is completely different some sometimes a consultant is like did you write that I yeah. said, yes i did <laughs> but i wrote it at three o'clock in the morning so bear with mm-hmm. me you know similar similar to us with like our first patient versus the 16th yeah. patient. yeah so it's it's it, it, it's a natural thing that yeah. happens but i do agree we can improve mm-hmm. on it because especially when our patients are co-managed mm-hmm. we have to read each other's notes because primarily we don't get to like it's not like in it's not like in um those tv shows where you get to see them talk to each other and have meetings about the patient you're having to rely on notes mm-hmm. but the other thing is we actually need to read your notes too yeah so <laughs> i can't make the sound i can't make the sound but, oh, don't whoa. leave don't leave don't whoa. leave don't leave so usually whoa. usually you know it's like it's physio seeing this patient flips the back of bucket sees physio and it's like yeah man they yeah. are but you know um i what will say? i will commend <laughs> i will commend since starting mm-hmm. that more and more doctors have been reading the notes oh, thank you. especially when they're there can be like discrepancies so mm-hmm. for example we have some chest findings where like okay let's see what physio is saying mm-hmm. let's see what they think about the mm-hmm. chest findings let's see what they're doing about it right. you know and then there are other Lovely. times where i just take up the phone and call the physiotherapist that works and that's the type of relationship i like i like mm-hmm. when i can discuss the patient mm-hmm. right there with mm-hmm. you we can go through the docket and i've been doing that more and more that's good um so but that's so to summarize more of that but in patient awareness as well yes knowing that okay i've lost my foot but i, I still have options to yes. walk 
their their life after mm-hmm. all many of these conditions. Yeah, you can you can still go back to almost everything that you're doing mm-hmm. before, if not everything at all. Um, almost everything. Yeah, yeah. Because and the other thing that I wanted to touch on was had a co-managed patient <laughs> and I said refer them to us. We mm-hmm. will work on them, but also consider referring them to the counselor or to or a psychologist because Mm -hmm. this is a huge life change and i've realized that you guys are really dedicated to the patient as a whole whole. yes and it's not just the condition yeah what is presented exactly Mm -hmm. i think you guys really we don't we don't i don't get to see how it affects them at home Mm -hmm. I don't get to see how it changes their job. I don't mm-hmm. get to see any of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just the person who said, okay, I'm getting rid of the disease mm-hmm. or managing the disease as much as right, possible. Right, right. But you actually get to see, and that's one thing I love about primary care, you get to see the patient change over time and right. improve over mm-hmm. time and kind of get to catch, because sometimes you can get a shift in the patient. Like, mm-hmm. like okay, maybe you need some help. Yeah. Maybe we need to talk to somebody about this. Mm-hmm. But I don't get to see that in a hospital setting. But you get to see it. Which is good. That's why it's a team. Yeah. You have different branches. But I never expected it. Okay. I never, I didn't expect that to happen. Mm-hmm. For and sure. As you said, it's a, it's a life changing, you know, you're, you're up today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. the entire left side of you just isn't functioning. You can't yeah. walk, you can't go to work. Eating, talking is difficult. So mentally, it mm-hmm. really takes its toll. I mean, just even this week, um, I had a patient that just basically broke down as they saw me. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been working for a little while, and they just started crying. Uh-huh. Um, and then, I mean, we're not psychologists or anything, yeah. but we're still aware of the mental impact that everything... Mm-hmm. Um, the mental impact of of everything so um part of that session in in of itself was just myself and that patient talking a little bit you know getting them to calm down reassuring them Mm -hmm. that okay we do xyz Mm -hmm. we can achieve what we need to achieve we don't we forget the value of talking we do we forget it and it's so funny because I think because we see so many, like, I think I feel like sometimes we get numb to it, mm-hmm. or sometimes we forget mm-hmm. or realize how important it is. But even in our own lives, when we're overwhelmed, just talking and being reassured mm-hmm. helps us. Mm-hmm. So when you have a patient in front of you, and it happens a lot, where they start breaking down yeah. and start crying, it is an uncomfortable situation yeah. a lot of times because you're you're wondering, I don't know what to do, I don't know why right. they're crying. So when these patients break down, mm-hmm. and you know if they're able to communicate with you, um, it's a great time to just listen and reassure them because it can make it can make a drastic change for them, mm-hmm. and it also helps you to know whether or not you might have to refer this patient. To another specialist absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. but i mean i definitely just like to touch on i mean as physios we are mm-hmm. everywhere um we're in terms of the human lifespan mm-hmm. we're from the moment you exit the womb yeah all the way to as old as they get yeah um i love to quote that i once treated a 107 year old patient oh and that's a little 
okay? Pop, and we pop. achieved what we needed mm -hmm. to achieve, mm -hmm. and that's that, on that. So we, and when I used to work in the hospitals, I used to work on the NICU, yeah. premature babies, so literally from your out of the womb, mm -hmm. all the way up to childhood, toddler, baby, whatever, wow. teenage, adulthood, elderly, we okay. have our impacts. <laughs> so just to close off, um, how do you think we can improve our service um, in Jamaica as physicians? And this can include not just our current context, but also things that can be done to, Im to increase resources and whatnot. That, I think, is a tough topic to touch on. There's so many different factors. It's really hard to say and even narrow down. I mean, you mm -hmm. can try to change one thing and mm -hmm. see how that affects a positive change. Yeah. Um, you could try something else and I think it's just trying try this mm -hmm. try that see if it works Compliance because if the persons aren't keeping up with it, then we go right back to square one Okay, you think we need more physiotherapists in Jamaica? We always need more physiotherapists <laughs> <laughs> Like Dawson, what kind of question is that? Um, but definitely I mean again Just looking at the patient load mm -hmm. um when when there are certain facilities where the following you you get the referral today the next available date realistically is two months time wow and that's, that's outpatient time, that's outpatient wow one month's time and that's where the that's the, the department has even tripled the numbers compared to where they're coming from no, that's crazy because if I'm thinking back to a stroke, if I think if I have a stroke mm. patient, that well, for certain like okay. special major conditions or so, they they're, have, they're, they're like some fast slots track. Okay, that are, yeah, that okay. Because I was I was thinking if okay, so it's not black and white, right? Oh, so it's just like a clinic setting. So sometimes you look at what the person has and you might say okay. for want of a better word, squeeze them in earlier yeah. because that's really what we're doing yes. we really are trying to within that slot mm -hmm. because at the end of the day someone would have to see them yeah and then see someone else and someone yeah. else and someone else and so forth mm -hmm. so you you don't even want to say you give one physio six stroke new strokes in mm -hmm. the same day wow. and that person would be a zombie yeah <laughs> um but so so i think we can if we increase the numbers we could decrease the wait time because yeah. again I've personally seen where the increase in the number of physios for departments mm -hmm. has significantly reduced the wait time coming from months to literal days or weeks mm -hmm. or come today we have a slot tomorrow oh nice and that's almost unheard of publicly privately I mean they'll find the space yeah definitely <laughs> definitely um okay but the facilities need to grow as well yes because you don't want to squish everybody up yes that's like that's a, a box that's a healthcare wide yeah. issue where everything the population has grown and a lot of mm -hmm. our facilities haven't, haven't yeah. um so it's we have to i can commend them they are trying to improve a lot mm -hmm. of the health centers mm -hmm. and hospitals mm -hmm. But, you know, there's always more work that can yeah, be done and needs to be done. But, you know, we have we'll to commend them for of course, what of is course, happening. Of <laughs> um, you have any plugs? Um, for any physio needs, 
you can reach out to me. Um, mainly my office is in Old Harbor, mm-hmm. um, Physiotherapy and Medical Center. Mm-hmm. If you want to catch me in Old Harbor, if not, I do house visits, um, Kingston, Spanish Town, Maypen, you name it. I'll come to you and we'll get to the root of your problem. So how can they reach you? So I can be reached by email, mm-hmm. J-E-F-F-R-I Miller at gmail.com or social media platforms. Um, it's a Jeffy, I-T-S-A-J-E-F-F-I. Um, Instagram and Twitter. When you say- <laughs> okay, and yes, definitely follow him on social media. He's active on Instagram, on Twitter. You get to hear a lot of these really motivational stories. I'm telling you, they give me life. I love, I love following physiotherapists <laughs> on social media mm-hmm. because it reignites my passion for Absolutely. primary care. Absolutely. Um, so thank you so much for listening. Thank you, you for can- having me. <laughs> let me start over so thank you jeff for coming and having this discussion with me i think it was thank you for having me really great i hope i enjoyed it i hope our listeners will as well so too so thank you all for listening you can find me samantha on twitter and instagram at the layman's doctor that's at the layman's dr if you have any questions comments feedback please feel free to email me at thelaymansdoctor at gmail.com on whatever platform that you're listening to this to. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. Until next time, have a great day. Catch you. <laughs> that was good. We're finished. Cut. Cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, maybe I cut more, so. Really? Fine. <laughs>